0: This is an IELTS Energy podcast episode 506. Vitor's IELTS victory of 2 band increases. Today you'll get honest and motivating advice from Vitor, a Three Keys student, about how to get nines in reading and speaking and an 8.5 in listening. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners and podcast fans. We are doing something really special today. This is a sequel episode. We've never, we've never gotten to do this before. So, guys, you may remember um, our amazing student, Vitor. He was on the show, what, like a month ago, Vitor?
1: Yeah, probably uh, one month and a half ago.
0: Yeah, OK. And you already got <laughs> amazing scores at that time, but you increased even more. So I think you have some, uh, some vital tips and tricks for our students today. Um, let's remind everybody and remind me, what were the scores that you got before?
1: Well, the first time I took IELTS was on June 3rd was the first time ever. I had no preparation and was set, uh, listening 6.5, uh, writing 6, speaking 7, and uh, listening, writing, speaking, and...
0: Reading? Reading,
1: reading, yeah, <laughs> reading, 7.5. Yeah, that, that's it. That was my first scores. And the second time okay. after the course, I increased one band point in each. Uh, only okay. only reading decreased uh, half a band, but uh, I did okay. not got my scores. So I kept trying, and uh, I took a third IELTS, which I ne- I had a really bad time in, at the day specifically. And really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had moved from city. I was two thousand kilometers away from the test center. I had. A, <gasps> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it was uh, terrible. So my. My back was <laughs> aching. I was with a headache, terrible headache. Well, it was everything wrong with me that day. So I did not got the scores I needed. And okay. uh, uh, about a month, less than a month, three weeks after I rescheduled my, my IELTS. And now on December 2nd, I got a really, really good result.
0: You got amazing results, man. Like you posted them in our Facebook group and people are commenting on those still. People are just like, how did you do that? I bet so many people are asking you questions in the group like, please help us. How did you do that?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. I'm trying to help them all, but I'm just one. So I, I think recording this show is the best way to give them tips and advice.
0: I was going to say the same exact thing. So maybe just like after we talk today, just post like a blanket answer. Just be like, listen, this podcast will be published on such and such a date. Just listen to that. Um, okay, so what were your most recent scores?
1: Well, it was listening 8.5, reading 9, writing 7, and speaking 9.
0: Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, this is
0: <laughs> okay. W- uh, was your mind blown as well? Like, was this better than you even thought you could do?
1: Wow, that was unbelievable! I I I rechecked the 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 numbers. My numbers. My candidate number. <laughs> I couldn't believe when I opened the the, the results. So was mind blowing for sure. Wow, <laughs> I couldn't believe That's
0: it. That's so awesome. What were you aiming for? Like, did you did you actually score above what you needed or what you were hoping for?
1: Well, really, really both. Uh, I surpassed <laughs> it uh, by two bend points, I think. Was,
0: oh, my God! Yeah,
1: because I needed at least seven on each band and listening eight. Oh, wow. So I got nine in, in reading, nine in speaking, two bands above, and uh, half a band on listening. Just the writing, I got seven that I needed.
0: So, okay, let's, let's break this down. (laughs) Okay. Let's, let's break it down into some advice that maybe our students, our listeners could use. Um, maybe we can think about what other people have asked you on Facebook so you don't have to answer any more questions. Um, let's talk about the listening first. So initially you got a 6.5. You did our course. You learned the strategies that increased to 7.5 right? So how did you bring that up even more? How did you raise that to an 8.5?
1: Well, the first thing I noticed uh, is because I couldn't focus very well. That was my main problem. So I started to follow the tips, follow the advices. I used the the three key strategies as the backbone of my preparation, not only in listening, but in all other skills. So, but regarding uh, listening specifically, I did a lot of mock tests, and uh, I I uh, separated each each uh, section, the first section, yeah. second section, and I I noted that the the section three was the most difficult for me. So I kept trying on that band. I kept trying on that section just to increase my my attention, and I noted that. Uh, Every question that he, every option that he gives you, he talks about it on the listening. So just following Um, along uh, with my pen was the the best thing I could do to keep me focusing.
0: So that's, it's funny you say that because a lot of students uh, have the same feeling that section three, section three is just a nightmare for a lot of people. Um, why do you think that is? It's like, there's more than one person talking or is it the topic?
1: Uh, no, probably uh, they try to trick you and they, they really, yeah. they, they are really good in on doing that. So they, <laughs> they yeah, they, they. They keep trying to trick you. They, they say something and they change it. So it's oh very God. easy yeah. to lose track, you know?
0: Totally. So the biggest key here would be uh, just to be able to track everything and to apply this to test practice as much as you can.
1: Correctly. Yeah, for sure. If you keep, tra- okay. if you keep doing mock tests with the strategies, they will become natural for you so it's going to be really easy to to use them
0: um so doing mock tests is obviously important right we have to do that to practice the strategies until they feel natural but in order to increase i mean you increase the listening by two whole band points so i'm guessing there was some overall skill improvement there as well i mean You had to increase your comprehension as far as listening goes overall, like not just strategies, but being able to understand. So, were you doing, were you listening to podcasts? Like, what were you doing to uh, improve that skill?
1: Well, the first thing I I put in mind is that I had to walk my talk. Uh, I wrote a pledge on the (laughs) first day of the course, and I, I said that I would study very hard, and so I did. Uh, the first thing I did, it was to download Podcast Addictive. I have listened podcasts, a lot of them, like uh, yours, awesome. Energy is really, really useful. And, uh, The Guardian, uh, Eventual Millionaire, Harvard Business Review, uh, many, oh, okay. many podcasts. And, uh, I watched a lot of TED Talks. They are amazing. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's it. Listen, listen, listen and listen. A lot of raw material and you're going to be able to understand better and better.
0: So there's two things I want to pull out there for our listeners. The first is you mentioned that promise. And that's funny because Lindsay and I were just talking about this on another episode, how um, this is like you need to hold yourself accountable You know, so guys, whether or not, excuse me, (laughs) whether or not you're in our course, uh, you know, however you are approaching your IELTS preparation, um, making your promise public, posting it in Facebook, announcing it at dinner, you know, with your family or your friends, um, that does help to motivate you. It's this sort of, uh, it's sort of a form of peer pressure in a way. You're like, okay, okay. Everybody knows that I'm going to take IELTS. Like everybody is hoping that I get these scores as well. Now I have to fulfill that. You know, like I've stated my intention and and now I have no choice but to work as hard as I can to make that come true. So making that promise public, guys, is a really important motivator as soon as you start your preparation. But then you also noted um, raw material. I like how you phrase that. So guys, the stuff made for native speakers. Um, Our podcast is obviously amazing. Like you need need it for IELTS, but you also need podcasts made for native speakers. You need to raise the bar of your comprehension. Okay, cool. Let's move on to reading. Nine... (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> nine. Really good score.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, that must have been like so like validating for you because initially your score had gone down by half a point, right? Yeah,
1: yeah that's true. So
0: like what happened?
1: <laughs> well, uh when I when I saw my first score seven point five was above what I really needed, I simply yeah. neglected working on reading. Uh, although I read oh. a lot. I don't read a lot usually, I mean, I read books, I read, I, my news feed on Facebook, I interact only with The Guardian, CNN, New York Times, just to show me more uh, news in English and quality news. Uh, I just stopped yep. practicing uh, the, the reading and that was uh, oh, no. really bad for my scores, that decreased them. So, I noticed that I had problems on two specific parts uh true false not given was really hard for me and uh matching headings and paragraphs
0: i knew you were gonna say that
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah those were nightmares for me
0: those are the achilles heel of everyone it doesn't matter how much you read it doesn't matter if you're like reading a novel a week that Like it's not so much about reading comprehension. Like you said, like you, you read a lot and that's unfortunately, like that's not exactly what we need to pass the reading exam with such high scores. Like you just, you need the strategies, you know, and you need to apply them to test practice and get used to them. So if we could sort of break down how you improved that, what do you think? Was there like a light bulb moment where something clicked or like what? What do you think sort of brought you over that challenge mountain, if you will, to get past the true, false, not given and the headings?
1: Well, I started to try to apply the strategies only to them. I I searched online many questions, true, false, not given and matching heads and Mm -hmm. paragraphs, and started using the strategies over and over again. Uh, The repetition made me simply perfect. I could not miss anymore. So awesome. uh, I was really confident when I started the test. And during the test, when I was transferring my answer, my answers to the answer sheet, I saw that I, I made a mistake and I had time to erase oh, wow. half of the answer sheet and rewrite half of the re- answer sheet. Uh, because what? I had so much time available, <laughs> I could oh, rewrite gosh. everything, uh, half of the, the answer sheet. Because they started you... this, uh, because they started no, this was natural was natural. So it was really easy to me to see the question and find the the answer, you know?
0: So wait, like had you written it like on you, you wrote an answer on the wrong number and it like threw off the other answers. They were like half of them were on the wrong in the wrong space or something?
1: Yeah, that's it. I put uh, I, a okay. I, I can't remember if I put one above or one below. It's a rookie mistake, okay. but I, I did it. And I, when I noticed it, I said, oh, my God. And I oh God. started erasing everything and rechecking uh, my answers. So hopefully uh, it was very, very fine.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I can't imagine that feeling like when you saw what the mistake was, like your heart must have like jumped into your mouth. Just you must have just paused for a second, just oh, just like panicked. But. You had time because you were so good already that you had all this extra time to fix it. That was that's That's amazing. Okay. So and the strategies you're talking about, like these are these are the three key strategies, right? For the true false, not given in the headings. Okay, cool. (laughs) I want to make sure we're not like directing people to other websites. Okay, awesome. Um, So yeah, the true false not given, guys, it is tricky, but it is possible to figure out, right? And headings, headings uh, should be really fast once you know where to look, right? And you know not to overthink it. And it's just, I think, I think why the strategies for these two question types in particular are difficult at first is because students don't trust them, you know? Students don't trust that it can be fast, that you do only have to look here or match these words, you know what I mean? Um, and so they they still allow themselves to read too much or think too much, but it just, it just comes down to the matching <laughs> and the strategies, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's really simple. Yeah. I mean, when you start studying IELTS and you see the goals that you need, it seems unsurmountable. but it's not. If you keep practicing and use these strategies, for sure you're going to succeed. There is no other way. Uh, the strategies are the backbone are really the backbone of your preparation and of course you have to go the extra mile, you have to listen to some yeah. podcasts you have to read uh, other things, mm-hmm. but uh, if you keep trying, if you keep practicing yeah. it's going to seem easy, I feel like I could do it again without <laughs> hesitation
0: That's awesome. That's amazing. Okay. So let's get to the enormous – I almost said miracle, but it's not a miracle because it's it's hard work. Like it's not luck, right? Like you worked hard for these scores. So speaking nine, without further ado, how (laughs) (laughs) – like you went from a seven to an eight to a nine like just let's let's forget about that third attempt when everything was awful and let's let's focus on the the other three so seven to an eight to a nine how did you keep increasing by a whole band point each time
1: uh it seems odd but uh the more you read the better you speak Uh. Yeah. uh,
0: Explain, please. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I I mean, whenever I'm reading or listening to podcasts, this raw material starts to got it it gets embodied in in your in your mind, you know, embedded, Mm. embodied, embedded in your mind. So once you embody these words, it's they they become easier to to use afterwards. Uh, What I do. Whenever I hear another interesting word, I imagine myself in a situation where that word fits perfectly. And I talk awesome. uh, talk about it out loud to myself until it becomes natural. And uh I, I posted a picture on the group with... Uh, high-level words regarding... I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because, for example, everyone says oh, I'm happy, or it's a happy situation, and uh, you could see the next uh, level word would be joyful, for example. So, I uh-huh. simply stopped using happy and started using only joyful. And uh, I started using only the interesting words over and over again. Awesome. And I practice with some, some friends and I started to mm-hmm. helping them correct them. And, uh, I tried to improve a bit my grammar because sometimes I, I take some, I make some mistakes in grammar. Uh, but I think, uh, you said it once on the podcast that even if you take a few mistakes, some mistakes that yeah. even, uh, native speakers would, would make, uh, yeah. it, it would be fine. So I believe that this yeah. nine was just because I, I tried to uh, a lot of raw material inside my brain and uh, yeah. they just come out.
0: So this, this echoes something another student said, Pia, she has recently been on the podcast as well and talking about vocab and ideas for writing, but it's the same as what you're saying for speaking. We need that input, right? You need to be constantly exposing yourself to these higher level words and phrases, but then we can't stop there. Like, you have to use them. And students are asking all the time, like, why can't I use these words, right? Like, I wrote them all down. <laughs> I have them in my vocab notebook. Why can't I use them? Well, guys, you you heard it here. This is how. You have to make yourself use it. But I like that initial step of picturing yourself in a situation in which you use that word. Because, guys, it, the, if you can't personally connect to that word, make it make sense to you, right? Connect it to an image in your mind of something you would actually say or something you would actually do. That's the way to start remembering it, right? That's the way to sort of make the word real to you. So I really I really love that first step, guys. Include that in in your practice. When you're reviewing your vocab notebooks, pause, close your eyes, think about when you would actually say this word and say it out loud. Right, that's awesome. Because your vocabulary is amazing. I do remember there was like a week or two, probably, probably between um, your uh, third and fourth attempts, where I think you posted maybe three different sort of really impressive word lists, just like um, this high level vocabulary that you had found and then you shared with the group. So I love that, guys take these easy words out of your vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. I don't I tell people that all the time. Stop saying happy. Stop saying good. You know, we, there are much better adjectives we could use instead of those. Okay, fantastic. Um and then the writing. So you maintained the 7. Do you feel like you could have done something to raise it? Do you feel like maybe the topic was weird or like what happened on your writing exam?
1: Well, the last, uh, the third uh, exam that I took, uh, it was an eight. So oh. uh, I I decreased it to seven, but I believe I I mis um, I misled the 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 because the topic I, I was a bit off topic. I think uh, I was so focused, uh. I was so concentrated on writing on the structure that I just got yeah. a bit off topic. But I still got okay. the seven that I needed, and that's yeah. that's increasing that's brilliant.
0: Yeah, so yeah, de- what well, you don't have to think about IELTS ever again.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's oh it's a relief. You don't know how heavy this burden was.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I can imagine. And to like because you worked so hard at it. I mean, obviously, as our listeners have heard today, you put in a, as much effort as you could to getting these scores. And you got them, just like Vitor was telling you guys. It is possible. Guys, it is possible. You you need some strategies. You need some solid, solid um, information about the test, about what to do. But then it's up to you to apply it. You know, like, like Vitor said... Apply it as much as possible until it feels natural. Okay, I love it. First sequel episode. I'm so excited that we got to talk to you again <laughs> um, with such like amazing news. We are starting 2018 so positively here at IELTS Energy. Guys, if you are ready to commit yourself to the same system that helped Vitor increase his scores a couple times, then you can go to earsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, so awesome. Vitor, do you have any last uh, words of inspiration for <laughs> our listeners?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, I would say you don't forget uh, about your body, about your health mm. before the exam. Uh. Uh, get hydrated, have a really nice uh, sleep. And uh, yeah. because your body is not only to transport your brain out there, you know, you <laughs> have to take care of it. So be careful, be gentle. And uh, on the test day, you're going to unleash your full potential. Otherwise you're too tired that. or distracted for anything else. So keep that in yeah. mind, keep that in mind and uh, you're going to be fine. It is possible. It's feasible <laughs> and you can do it. Just I just uh, like I could.
0: That's awesome! Thank you so much, Vitor. Um, congratulations again, and best of luck in the future. Okay.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It was a real pleasure to be here again.
0: <laughs> for us too. So exciting! You made you made IELTS energy history. You're the first one to have a sequel episode. So congratulations. <laughs>
1: thank you so much Jessica
0: thank you enjoy the rest of your day
1: you too, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year
0: yeah, same to you Happy Holidays, bye
1: (laughs) Bye bye-bye